Live from the Momo Pizzeria and Ristorante Studios at 44th and O. Morning radio for the entire capital city. This is LNK Today with Jack and Friends on the Voice of Lincoln, 1499.3 KLIN. Hi, greetings. Welcome in Tuesday morning, December 5th, 2023. Hey, 34 degrees. We're like uh, 12, 15 degrees warmer than we were yesterday when we started things off. So there's that. And we got a good show for you. So there's that. Uh, come what on. else is there? What, how many other great things can I tell you? Uh, I, I I can tell you I can tell you several. Um, here's here's the uh, here's the plan for the show today. Uh, the the normal stuff, yes. Uh, we do have one change for the regular Tuesday schedule. Joe Jordan under the weather today. And so he will not be joining us for regular 710. So Joe Jordan groupies, my apologies. You will have to wait a week to hear the dulcet tones of Joe Jordan uh, telling you about what's happening in Nebraska news and politics. Uh, I do have a discussion on tap, I think, will be very interesting um, and will kind of illuminate some of the collective Lincoln area experiences with retail. Um, based on something the city council is considering doing with your favorite stores and future stores, parking lots. So I'll tell you about that coming up at 710. We'll count down the five things you're going to be talking about today. Jason Ball is in today from the Lincoln Chamber of Commerce. Uh, and uh, I believe we'll have John Baylor joining us today. Sometimes you don't know for sure. Uh, I believe we will have John. I mean, we should. It is the throes of the NCAA tournament. It's his... It's as big a weekend as you can get in the final home weekend for Nebraska volleyball. We'll so. know for sure when you guys do. <laughs> we'll all That's find it. out together. I will know as soon as you hear a Jack attack. <laughs> Fire up. Uh, so NCAA That's NCAA tournament edition. And, 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 if you, if you didn't hear it yesterday, uh, Caleb and Mark and I have... Uh, commandeered a bus. Now that makes it sound more illegal than it really was, but we uh, we got a bus, uh, and we are uh, we are doing something brand new this year. We are uh, we are hosting a one night only Christmas lights tour, holiday lights tour, whatever you want, whatever you want to call it. Uh, coming up two weeks from tonight, okay, and we are having the smartest man in the city of Lincoln when it comes. To knowing the ins and outs, the nooks and crannies. Is that Philip? Of yeah, of oh. the greatest Christmas lights. It's not us. Displays. <laughs> uh, Philip Wagner, who runs uh, Philip's Lincoln Lights, which is a Facebook group that is completely blown up in the capital city. Uh, I am calling it. Uh, it is powered by him, uh, meaning he is doing probably as we speak right now, meticulous investigation, walking around people's yards. Uh, and checking bulbs to make sure they're all on, that it would be good enough for us to present to our, our listeners. And so uh, Philip is curating our route to maximize uh, Christmas cheer, shall we say. Yeah. Uh, but you can't just get on You can't just get on the bus. You can't just show up two weeks from Tuesday and like, here I am, I'm ready to go. No. Uh, there's such demand for this, and Caleb can verify this with the response yesterday for our first pair of tickets that we gave away, uh, that you got to be on the ball to to get on the bus. Okay, so we are uh, we're going to be giving away a pair of seats on the bus every day on the show uh, at at various times. So this is now going to be a thing. You know, we did fantasy Oscars. It was six thirty five, eight ten every day. 
We could throw it in right now. We could throw it in at the end of the show. We can throw it anywhere. Uh, but when we do, we will ask for you to text us a keyword, similar kind of text to win type deal. And if you for are. For example, if you were to text us lights. Right now? Right now. Well, shiver me timbers. That's we're doing it now. Works. That's the way it works. I don't know why I decided that was the correct expression for that. <laughs> Uh, it's a pirate Christmas lights. So text in lights right now. Text in lights, and uh, one of you who does that. Is there like a time limit? How does this work, Caleb? Tell us how my contest works. Uh, I just kind (laughs) of leave it up for about an hour or so. About an hour? Then let the AI select a uh, winner. All right, so you know, do whatever you want for an hour or so, but sometime in there, text in if you want. The word lies at 402-479-1400. We'll text you back if you are our uh, selected winner. You would then get a pair of tickets on the bus two weeks from today. Two weeks from ten- tonight, basically. Yeah, I, so I hope Philip talks uh, with the driver a little bit because some places you might want to go see, it's going to be pretty tough That's to get a bus a good, there. From an experienced bus driver's perspective, yes. I appreciate that. We'll consider that. Yep, just we're not going to... Yeah, we're not going to... Put the put the bus driver in a difficult spot. Thank you for uh, mentioning that. So, by the way, uh, I was reading a story this morning. Uh, you talk about inflation and things like that. Yeah, uh, they did a study in in uh, Bermuda. A piece of pie is costing five bucks now, and in Jamaica, it's nine bucks. Really? A, yeah. What's happening with that? Well, all I know is you now have the pirates of the Caribbean. <laughs> Shiver me timbers. <laughs> right off the bat today got it wow listen to the difference i mean i probably shouldn't say this but listen to the difference in all of us from tuesday compared to monday it's just <laughs> you know it's what do you mean i mean what i mean is definitely listen five days a week number one but i don't know what it's been guys the last few mondays coming off a weekend oh we're coming off a weekend always hard the news is a little slower. You generally have some kind of a devastating sports defeat. You're a few hours uh, away, still recovering from. But then Tuesday is here, and boom, it's like it's like everyone's back. Everyone's back to the right, including Mark dropping dropping the dad jokes right in the middle of the segment. Uh, amazing, amazing stuff. So, uh, what we have today, weather wise, if you're wondering. 45 degrees, and according to the National Weather Service, becoming sunny. Well, it's already uh, clear, so it should be sunny okay, right off the so bat. all we're going to need then is for the sun to rise, <laughs> and then we'll be set. We'll be set. And by the way, uh, worst today's like the worst day for the next uh, three, four. Maybe it looks like Friday night into Saturday. We get a little dicey a little bit. I mean, listen, we're not talking a foot of snow or anything like that. We're talking a low of 30 and maybe rain, snow mixes, but... Uh, yeah, uh, mid-40s today, mid-50s tomorrow, 60s on Thursday, so get those Husker cargo shorts out for the volleyball game, and then mid-50s uh, on Friday, so looking good throughout the course of the week. Uh, Mark, uh, what, what do our listeners need to know about this morning in their, uh, in their local world, hmm. if anything? Perhaps, I and mean, you can say nothing. Well, uh, the, go- the governor uh, kind of did a number yesterday on uh, oh property boy. tax relief. Oh, boy. Uh, I thought I think, we passed something. I thought this they, was they, all changing. They did, but uh, property taxes went up anyway, So and so he was a little critical well, of where some Where are the safeguards on, so, on something like this? Yeah, so that, that will uh, 
that's part of what's going uh, on. 82 of 244 districts had reported collecting less property taxes so far. So, uh, what, in, in year one of the most recent legislation, um, 82 of 244. So, that means 162%, so about 66 for about two-thirds of them, overrode this soft cap that they've got, which requires an approval from the school board. And so he was um, he was he was disappointed in that. Um, he says, if you set a goal that everybody attains on the first time out, what the heck is that? That's how you play losing ball. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he watched the game. Uh, on, so uh, <laughs> apparent, so uh, he's disappointed, but he didn't expect to win. Um, that, that's kind of how I felt on Sunday. Uh, if you set a goal that everyone obtains the first time out, what the heck is that? That's how you play losing ball. Uh, he also said, I think it's important for the state to play a more active role in education. So, um, yeah, we'll see. We, we will see about this whole thing. And then there's this, uh, this education future fund, right? Right. Um, so... You're going to have some money in in aid and special ed funding coming from the state, this education future fund. Uh, there are some questions about how long uh, that will that will last, how much will be depleted over the course of a uh, of a decade or so so far. And uh, recent reports indicated that distributions from it outpaced projected transfers in the short year. That was according to the Open Sky Institute, who uh, said that. Uh, but Pillen said, they're not seeing the numbers I've seen. I can assure you that. He said it's sustainable for the foreseeable future. So that's uh, that's what we got. Uh, there, there was also a, a hearing yesterday. Give you a little preview of something that's going to come up in the legislature, uh, and it has to do with having more people uh, who can uh, uh, permissibly, under state law, carry guns in schools. Yeah, that'll, and, be a, uh, that'll go... It was an initial hearing. It was I, an initial hearing. It was all uh, invited yeah. testifiers right. at that point right. and, um, and, who are like school officials and those sorts of things. And um, th- they don't know exactly what the proposal will be yet. The things discussed include off-duty law enforcement officers, um, you know, and, and I think maybe one of the ideas there is you've got smaller school districts who they can't get a school resource officer like you would have right. in Lincoln. And some, so someone would, a, an off-duty law officer would play that role essentially at events uh, or at or at the school. There's some wider um, discussion, too, that maybe it should go further than that. But you can add that to your bingo card of divisive issues that will be taken up in in January in the legislature. Yeah, we're what about a month away? Yeah, oh, right. one month. Shiver me timbers. Man, and yes. that, uh, I mean, <laughs> wow. I, and then all these days where I'm, and you know, I'm going to go back, guys. About, about oh, I'd probably say about January 23rd or something like that. And I'm going to open the show and I'm going to say, you remember, remember when November and December happened, and we would come here on Mondays, and I would say there just wasn't, you know, there wasn't a, there wasn't a ton of like. Big, controversial, great talk fodder news that was happening locally that I saw. Uh, because it's going to be relentless uh, once we get into the legislative <laughs> session. It will. So, anywho, uh, anything else? Anything uh, second see, largest indoor farm show in the country opens today at the Sandhills Global This Event is what Center. Jeff was talking about on Friday? Yes. yes. Uh, nine, over nine acres of uh, exhibits. 
27 states and I think six Canadian Dang. provinces. Nine or 9.2 acres, I think, is what they have under uh, under the, the rule. They're using and the entire everything. event set. Sorry, the, the entire Sandhills Global. I got to get the love to Sandhills sponsor Global. That's the company. Event center. They didn't pay for that for nothing. They didn't pay for me not to say it. That's I know right. that. So uh, uh, they didn't pay me. <laughs> opens today, goes through Thursday. Only indoor farm show that's larger is Louisville, Kentucky. Well, we're coming for you, Louisville. I'll, we'll, we'll add. We'll add to it. Whatever we need to do to get number one over Louisville. Also, we're going to be in volleyball in a week. Um, <laughs> oh, shiver me timbers. Uh, yeah, you, 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 what would you check out if you went there? What, well, are, we, I, what are we I, looking at? Combines and yeah, you're looking at plows, every, everything. And, uh, probably the sustainable. Uh, some of the uh, uh, you know low uh, maintenance or not low maintenance, but. Uh, sustainable, what I call sustainable agriculture, uh, no-till, low-till type stuff. So the hippie stuff. No. <laughs> Jeez. And where's the hippie section on this ag convention? <laughs> Just uh, they have like sweet com. I'd like to see honestly. No, no joking. It's. I would love. I probably wouldn't totally get it, but I'd love to, with all, all the way technology has affected all of these. Obviously, these industries. Oh, I'd love to see like the sweet devices and can, you know things that they can do now with with uh, well, so, some of some of what I would like to see is is the uh, advancement in drone technology. Uh, you know, UNL has been uh, and and the College of Agriculture out in oh, I can never remember where it is out there south uh, of Lexington. Um, anyway, uh, some of the drone technology that they're able to to spot uh, weed infestations and do you know exact uh, uh, weed killers in in certain parts. They don't have to do the whole field. Uh, they can look for insects. Don't have to walk every row of corn and looking for weeds. Or, or beans. Yeah, or beans. I've done that. Bent, den, bent, me too. Yep. Been there. So that and and how that uh, all ties into. Um, irrigation and things like that yeah i bet i bet there's a lot of a lot of cool stuff a lot of people will be coming in for this thing yep. uh is this one of those deals where they set up campers on 84th street for Pro- something I, like this i'm sure there are yeah probably right. out there in the new campground okay with all the hookups i'm gonna go camp and, at the at the uh sand hills global event lancaster yep. center sometime and then oh, you want to go camp in the sand hills <laughs> by the way older than either of you Yes. 65 years okay. since Brenda Lee sang Rockin' Around the Christmas Tree. Yeah. It hit number one oh. on the Billboard charts, knocked Mariah That's called out. playing the long game. Ooh. 65 years. Knocked Mariah out. Wow. Brenda Lee, the new queen of Christmas, many are Absolutely. saying. Many are saying. All right. There you go. That's what's going on. I didn't even get to transfer quarterbacks, Caleb, because we've got to go to sports. But I don't know. Sounds like a little flirtation. We can find some time. With a Kansas State quarterback and a Michigan State quarterback, maybe? Mm, Maybe both. Hey, Hey, take them all. Transfer portal works both ways. That's that's also true. That's true. Uh, we'll see if that, that happens here in the next day or so. All right, 624, 34 degrees in the capital city. Caleb's got a check of sports coming up next on KLIN. When you visit Arizona, time is measured in moments, not minutes. Like the moment you see the Grand Canyon for the first time. Visit a new state of mind. Learn more at hereyouareaz.com. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. 
Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. A look at news from both inside and outside of Lincoln. And conversation on how that news affects us here. It's time for the Sound Off on LNK Today. All right. Sounds like we had good response to the... uh, Christmas lights bus. The people want to go see the lights. To win contest. And you can still enter. You tour. can still enter. We still tell it, them again. Or, some time, yeah. Or can we still tell them what the keyword is again, or does that only happen once? I don't know the rules of this, yeah. uh, this thing. All we right. can do whatever we want. It's our game. No, it doesn't. All right. Uh, so uh, we told people, and I'm giving you one bonus opportunity, texting in the word lights if you want to uh, get a pair of seats on the exclusive limited Room only Christmas lights tour. LNK today with Jack and Friends. First ever Christmas lights tour powered by Phillips Lincoln Lights. Uh, that is going to be checking out the city a week, two weeks from tonight. Two weeks from tonight. So that would be the 19th uh, in the evening, starting a little after five o'clock. We'll have total details on time here coming up in the next few days. But um, yeah, if you'd like to be on that, if that's inter- of interest to you, uh, you want to take a, a, you know, a kid with you, one of your kids, preferably uh, a date, something something like that, go out for a good time, uh, you can get on that list now by texting the word LIGHTS, plural, LIGHTS, to 402-479-1400. All right. Uh, uh, coming up, by the way, uh, in, in a half hour right now, Joe Jordan under the weather today, uh, so we hope he feels better soon. Uh, it's kind of going around. Fred Hoiberg even talking yeah, about talking that. Yeah, talking about Ramel Lloyd. Last time they said something was going around on campus, my my son got whatever was going around on campus. So I hope that doesn't happen too. But I think those close living quarters at the uh, at university settings can definitely uh, promulgate the spread of bugs. What did your uh, we we know how in general how you and I feel about how things went on Sunday? But your son was in the student section. Like what, what, Obviously, things know. ultimately didn't go well, we were, but the, the way the game started? I mean, I'm going to be completely honest. Fun? We were all too dejected to even talk about anything nice or pleasant or happy that might have happened that day. It's kind of it's kind of attitude we were both. He's a lot like me after yeah. these games. So uh, I don't know. I'll have to ask him now that we're kind of over the initial the initial sadness but yeah he was there i he got it there it looked like a fun suit he got there late enough that he had to be behind the basket instead of the uh the oh, main area okay so, so he yeah. was behind all the uh, yeah, they had a, all the Creighton kids uh, yeah yep uh, <laughs> this is why i didn't want to talk about it. all right so anyway anyway though uh, joe not here so half hour from right now we're going to talk about a potential change coming to retail parking lots in the mm. city of lincoln we, we've all had some, we, let's just say this. We've all had our experiences of various sorts in Lincoln parking lots and have acquired opinions about them because of said experiences. I know I'm, that's really just a word salad, but I, I wonder how this new proposal that's coming to the city council might affect that. So we're going to talk about what that is coming up here at 710. But right now it is time for the sound off. All right. What are we starting with first? Oh, I don't know. I feel like when Trump's in Iowa, it's worth mentioning just because it's next door and those sorts of things. You ever and been to a uh, Dairy Queen? Yeah, he's now he's not in Council What's Bluffs. A frosty? He's not at Council Bluffs. He's on the other side <laughs> of the, the state tonight. But 
So the debate is Wednesday, right? The debate is tomorrow night, the final debate. Uh, Trump not doing that. So he's in Iowa, and he's uh, doing a town hall tonight in, I believe, I believe in Davenport. Yeah. Ahead of the fourth Republican presidential debate, former President Trump will be in Davenport, Iowa, for a town hall with Fox host Sean Hannity. The town hall is expected to last about an hour and will air between 8 and 9 p.m. Eastern. Trump is skipping Wednesday's debate, as he has all the other debates, and is expected to host a fundraiser instead for his super PAC. Trump is dominating in the polls, including in Iowa, where the Real Clear Politics average has him with 47 percent. His next closest rival, Florida Governor Ron DeSantis, has 17 percent in Iowa. In New Hampshire, former U.S. Ambassador to the U.N. Nikki Haley is in second place behind the former president by 27 points. Jessica Rosenthal, Fox News. All right. Um, so we are marching on toward the Iowa caucus. One more GOP debate. Then we kind of take December off from I mean, they're not going to take December off from um, from campaigning, obviously. But then it really gets going in January, uh, which is the date of the Iowa caucus is actually january 15th january 15th is when that all starts so we're talking one two three four six weeks from today six weeks from today uh, is when we when we get going with that now did you see this to fuse the world caleb of politics and sports see what uh donald trump truthed Yesterday, I did. Uh, I Donald did. Trump is unhappy about the college football playoff selections. I'm not. This is not. At first, I thought this was fake. It's not fake. It's real. I, I actually looked it up and and found it myself. Um, so what he uh, what he truthed yesterday uh, in the morning was this: the following uh, verbatim: Florida State was treated very badly by the quote unquote committee. They became the first Power 5 team to be left out of the college football playoff. Really bad lobbying effort. Let's blame Day Sanctimonious. <laughs> I love I love how he, I love how he's not even like this is uh, this guy is to blame for this. It's like why don't we why don't we blame him? You know like, what? You know what would be good for all of us? Let's let's blame him. This guy. Let's blame him. I don't know. You know, I don't know. <laughs> But really bad lobbying effort is that? I, is there a is is there a lobbying of the college football playoff uh, committee that I, I think you Ron saw DeSantis I, I could have or should have done? I don't know, but I think you you saw you saw Alabama enroll out Nick Saban their a whole coach, lot they on, did, on Saturday. They did not bring night. out their governor, as far as I'm aware. No, but maybe. I was about to say DeSantis, maybe DeSantis. <laughs> He's got me. He, Trump's gotten to me. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. Uh, interesting one. Interesting one. So Trump, uh, pro Florida state. Why didn't uh, anti Alabama? I wonder how he's going to do with his poll numbers in Alabama. He leads that state about, you know, like about 93% to two. So I'm wondering why DeSantis probably didn't, doesn't matter. Didn't just get a hold of Bob Iger and say, Hey, I don't, we, we're in Florida. Disney's in Florida. Kelp, not sure if you're familiar. That relationship may be a little frayed. I know. I'm <laughs> I'm saying this would have been a place to go find some common ground. And then, do you see Rick Scott wrote like a wrote a letter to the college football player? Oh yeah. I don't he, know even exactly what he was demanding in well, it. Well, he but. wants transparency in the process, and it's like uh, you're only going to get so much from that, man. I mean, listen. I mean. 
I, I here's how I feel about not the politics, but about the the playoff part of it. I is it okay for me to simultaneously feel these two things? I'm more excited about the games with Alabama in than I would have been with Florida State in. Mm-hmm. But I also think Florida State got a raw deal. Yes, is, it, po- is it possible yes. to think both a, of those a things? Thousand percent. Okay, that, those are the two things be- that I think be- because so much of it comes down to, and it's it's weird the number of people that are invested in it from this aspect as if they're going to make any money on the game because of its broadcast ratings. Right. They say, oh, Florida State would have got their butt kicked. I don't so. They they earned the right to win or lose in the playoff, but from a if you're just a I want to be entertained aspect, don't really care at all what the product like how somebody did throughout the course of thirteen weeks, fourteen weeks to get to this point. Yeah, Alabama in there makes it more interesting. Do you think Trump will make himself available next year uh, with the 12-team playoff before he potentially goes into office or doesn't, whatever happens, to uh, lobby on behalf of teams? I hope he does. That want to get in here? You know, like, hey, uh, Donald Trump here for USC. (laughs) I want his thoughts after every college football playoff ranking comes out. That'd be good. Tell Tell me who is getting a raw deal. That would be uh, that'd be good. I, mean, I don't I don't disagree with him. I'm not sure. I think Ron DeSantis could have done anything about it, but I'm not. <laughs> I do. I might sort of agree. Oh, if, then hey, Florida State can still get in the playoff if only Mike Pence has the courage. So you know, a lot of people, you know, myself included, we're all, we're always looking these days for side gigs. They're kind of easier to find sometimes, especially with the gig economy, right, in the online world. So what do you do? When you get expelled from Congress and you no longer have that paycheck that is going to be coming in from from Congress and you have a little bit more time on your hand. Well, if you're Representative George Santos, former Representative George Santos, you make and you're you're not arguing with a Nebraska state senator. Yeah, why was he arguing with a Nebraska? Did I miss? Yeah, he was Santos arguing one? on Twitter back and forth with who? With like Megan Hunt or someone? Yep, I knew it. <laughs> Nailed it. Wait, Santos was arguing with Megan Hunt on Twitter. How did I miss this? I think that's what I saw. I have to go look. At I that mean, now. it sounds. I mean, nothing about it sounds like it wouldn't have happened. What you you uh? Yep. Okay. They, what what was it? How did this happen? Uh, they're talking about something and in, in transphobic and. Oh, they! Oh, he, George Santos was arguing with her about transphobia. Yeah. Huh. Oh, she apparently had gotten, and I think this is where your clip is going. Yes. She had gotten the the cameo. Yeah. Yes. She posted the cameo, and she, then oh, it, she got a cameo, and then from it, him, she says, "Gift of the year from my friend Rebecca." Wait, wait, wait. Okay, so I haven't listened to it yet. Oh. Okay, can you, uh, well, I'm going to play, here, let me play this first. <laughs> I'm really curious what that says. I was not somehow not aware of this. I was aware of the one that made more national news. First of all, so Santos gets on this uh, this website, Cameo, where celebrities can go on, if you're not familiar, and people can pay them to make short little video messages, mm-hmm. like, happy birthday, or, you know, sorry for your law. I mean, I guess they don't really do they breathe, can just make whatever. Anything. Right. Yeah. What people use it to, to be funny. Uh, so anyway, he did that Friday. New York's George Santos became just the sixth member of the house of representatives to ever be expelled by that body. He faces 23 federal charges, including wire fraud and money laundering relating to his congressional campaign. Now he hopes to make a living or at least some extra cash by selling videos on the streaming platform cameo. 
That's the site where people can pay to have celebrities make personalized videos for birthdays, holidays, and other events. His cameo profile describes him as a former congressional icon and the expelled member of Congress from New York City. You can get a personalized video from Santos for the price of $200. Okay, Kevin so... Uretsky. Fox News. Well, 200, I heard it was like 75 the first time around. $200? Okay. Um, so so the national one that was making rounds was um, uh, Fetterman okay. from, from Pennsylvania paid him and, and probably did it through a staff member or something so his name didn't come up and paid him to make a cameo for someone named, I believe he called it Bobby. Um, and it was a, a reference to Bob Menendez, fellow Democrat, <laughs> who some Democrats want to see kicked out of Congress too. Uh, because of, you know, conflicts of interest and, and those sorts of things. And so here's what came out of that. Hey, Bobby, uh, look, I don't think I need to tell you, but these people that want to make you get in trouble and want to kick you out and make you run away, you make them put up or shut up. You stand your ground, sir, and don't get bogged down by all the haters out there. Stay strong. Merry Christmas. Well, remember, there was, maybe this was a year ago, maybe it was two years ago, but someone had gotten Kirk Ferentz yes. to, to make one and it was about his use the name son. Brian. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of pitfalls in there. <laughs> okay, so are, are you are you scared that he, I mean, I doubt he uses profanity, right? You got the, uh, let's hear live yeah, let's, what, let's, the, what the congressman made in a cameo for Megan Hunt. Oh, my gosh. I can't believe I'm doing this. All right, go ahead. Let's hear. If we Megan, how are you, darling? <laughs> I hear that you're getting some tough heat in the press and that life might be a little rocky now. Let me tell you something. If you believe in what you stand for and if you fight for what you do and you stand by those convictions, screw the haters. The haters are going to hate. Look, they can boot me out of Congress, but they can't take away my good humor or my larger than life personality, nor my good faith and the absolute pride I have for everything I've done. So this is about you, Megan. Be yourself unapologetically. Just love yourself. Just make sure that you don't buy into the hate and stand your ground and don't let them force you out. Don't let them bully you. You do you, girl. I'm cheering for you. Mwah. <laughs> so many things. Wait, and so then they got a Twitter fight after that? Yes. So so she posted it, said gift of the year for my friend Rebecca. Thank you at Mr. Santos and why? And then okay, somebody at, else got it for her. She well, didn't get yeah, it for so herself. Someone, okay, someone just got clarify, it for her. I said that wrong earlier. Yeah. And then she followed it up with a reply talking about George Santos and where he stands on uh, on trans rights. And then he got all back into that, and they started quote tweeting each other back and forth a couple of times. Amazing. Welcome to politics in 2023, everyone. <laughs> Amazing. Okay, let's do something. Let's do something. Oh, we lost it. I shouldn't have. I shouldn't have skipped this before I got to the important cameo news. Uh, we lost a presidential candidate yesterday. Mm. 
Sorry, Caleb. I know you were a big Doug Burgum guy, but Ooh. it's Doug Burgum. Is it Doug? Doug oh. Burgum guy. Bob Burgum. He's out. Doug Burgum saying in a statement that he launched a campaign for president to bring a business leader and proven governor's voice to the fight for the best of America by moving the country 180 degrees in the opposite direction of Joe Biden on the economy, energy, and national security, though blaming what he calls the Republican National Committee's arbitrary club House debate requirements after he failed to qualify for the third debate amid the North Dakota governor's low polling for the GOP presidential nomination. He also says that he'll continue fighting for the people who make our nation so exceptional. Jeff Manasso, Fox News. All right, so we're really whittling this thing down, right? It's uh, pretty much Trump, uh, Haley, DeSantis. It is hard not to say that now that he's yeah now now he's got it in uh, his head and I guess Chris Christie is still in although I don't think anybody well I mean I don't think any of them have a shot of winning but Chris Christie is sort of you know still in 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 name only to be a disruptor uh, I don't even know if he's qualified for for the next debate or not I think it was close on that whole thing but they kind of take that all down to the wire uh, okay then this is kind of fun for the last one uh, have you watched Home Alone yet this Christmas no. season? Do you usually watch Home Alone during the Christmas Like, are you a Home Alone fan? No. Wait, time. Oh, he, he, hold he, on. I know what you're going to say. I think I know what you're going to say because I know your generation. Maybe. Your generation, you people, your generation, have this ridiculous argument that Home Alone 2 is better than Home Alone 1. Do you believe that? I don't believe any of them are good. Oh, well, that's. Maybe even worse. <laughs> Somehow you didn't think that I could disappoint you, but here I Millennials am. Millennials have this thing where Home Alone 2 is better than 1, and I just can't. No, it's, it's, it's unbelievable. Here, here's the thing. It, it, I don't know. I just didn't grow up watching it. It feels like it's not a but, not a millennial. See, 2 would have been in your more in your more a little bit more in your wheelhouse. I just but never got into it at all. So, anyway, for those of us who, who did grow up on Home Alone, uh, there's, a, uh, there's a thing going around that is... Focusing on Kevin McAllister's grocery store tab when he goes to the grocery store and just how cheap everything was there. And, uh, hey, everything's more expensive now. It's really sad, huh? In the classic Christmas film Home Alone, Kevin McAllister decides that he needs to go shopping. And just how much he spent at the cashier is raising eyebrows. In total, Macaulay Culkin's character buys 10 items, including dryer sheets, toilet paper, and a bag of army men, and gets a discount for his orange juice. Hold on, I got a coupon for that. Well, one TikToker decided to see how much Kevin's groceries would cost in 2023. 1983. Jeffrey Lyons, who goes by the name Sell It Like Lyons, calculated that all the items, plus tax, and taking the coupon into account, would cost $68. That's a 248% increase in price. The video has been viewed over 4 million times. Anna Eliopoulos, Fox News. There you go. Very sad. Very sad. He also got mistletoe at the very end. And then he says, it's for the kids. It's for the kids. So, you've got an idea for a business. The store of your dreams. There's just one thing to figure out. Everything. That's why Shopify's all-in-one commerce platform makes it easy to sell online, in person, and everywhere else. Sell on social media, source products with an app to get that first sale feeling. It's the only solution that gives you everything you need to sell everywhere you want. So when you're ready to bring your idea to life, power it up with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash listen. 
Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Make sure the headlights are on. If you come across anything that gets in your way, call the traffic hotline 402-479-1414. That's a quick check of your time saver traffic. Live from the Momo Pizzeria and Ristorante Studios at 44th and O. Morning radio for the entire capital city. This is Alan K Today with Jack and Friends on the Voice of Lincoln, 1499.3 KLIN. All right, welcome back, LNK Today with Jack and Friends on KLIN. 33 degrees in the capital city this December 5th, 2023. Glad to have you with us. Got our morning drive. We'll count down the five things people are talking about today, 25 minutes from right now. 8 o'clock hour, we'll have Lincoln Chambers, Jason Ball. We'll also have uh, John Baylor. I better text John Baylor, make sure he's uh, coming on with us. Yeah, I let's, let's verify at, that. At 835, <laughs> uh, talk a little bit about Nebraska Volleyball's first and second round of the NCAA tournament, what they've got coming ahead for them as well. But right now, I want to talk about a different topic. It's a topic that you and I encounter frequently, probably every day in the capital city, but maybe one that we don't actually talk about all that much. Where is this place that we find ourselves in nearly every day in one form or another in the capital city? A parking lot. It's just the reality of life. We're going to the store. We're going to get groceries. You're going to an office park. You're going to any of those places, and you've go, you're going to a parking lot, obviously. Now, city council is discussing these parking lots, and I was a little surprised to hear what they actually are wanting to do with this. They are wanting to change the regulations that govern how large parking lots need to be for commercial real estate. And they want to basically say, hey, you don't need to have as big a parking lot as we used to say that you needed to have. Uh, Tom Beckius, the chair of Lincoln City Council, uh, is uh, has been uh, uh, promoting this. It's, it's something that he hopes to get it, thinks it's going to modernizing basically what, what he's saying is unnecessary minimum parking requirements for that that are there for huge chunks of commercial and industrial areas as well. Um, and so it, it's interesting. I was trying to think about this and I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't, don't have a huge care either way on this thing. I'm not coming on to advocate of the, but I was trying to think, are there parking lots in Lincoln that seem like they're way bigger than they need to be? Are there parking lots in Lincoln? And another way to think of this is, and this is probably okay. going to be a way that will be easier for you to think of. Where are the parking lots in town? that you can never get a parking spot or a good parking spot in, or you're really searching, are there any of them? And where are the parking lots in town where there are, like, always good stuff available? Always fine. Okay. Um, Okay, so I was thinking about this earlier, and I'm curious on the text line what you guys think of this. For instance, one, one that feels like it's got way more than it needs Way more than it needs is basically everything, uh, all of the big areas in Edgewood, right? Mm. Uh, Target, Super Saver, Petco, all of those. It looks, it just seems like 
that feels like they put those in because they had to, uh-huh. according to this. Doesn't it feel like that parking lot in particular, even on... That feels even, like that's all parking lot. Even, it doesn't feel like all of them. Are there any that feel like they're the right side? I'll well, tell you what. I wouldn't want to... Well, now that the parking garage is there, but... I was going to say, I wouldn't want to re- reduce the size of the one at Shields at South Point. No, that, that one feels like it's the right size. It feels the, like the right size, and it feels terrifying. Well, but. that too. That too. <laughs> I don't know what it is. My stress level in that parking lot is higher than any other parking lot in town. The Shields Trader Joe's deal. So that one I don't like. So those are two, for me, those are like the two opposite ends mm-hmm. of the spectrum. But then there the are Edgewood some... one was the first one that came to mind for me. So there are some places like... Uh, like the target that's over here. It's was like that's, here on 48th. Yeah, and here on 48th. Yeah, that one can get. So, so the thing is, that parking lot can feel like it's very full. Where I oh gosh, I can't find a parking spot. But there is so much unused parking lot in there. Is you're, there? You're, you're just not going to be right by the door. It, 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 uh, I, I guess you're probably because like the stuff that actually goes like facing 48th Street. Like aren't there spots like that, or at least yeah, they're used, well, they're used to yeah, be, there's but, some of there. But I'm but, talking about if you get closer to, uh, so so you move. What direction would that be? North. Yes. So if you go to like that north end of the parking lot, mm-hmm. everyone is parking the north the, end. You mean like by like, by Chick Fil A by Super Saver? Uh, no. So if you go the, the oh, other I don't know, way, north and south, the other direction completely. Yeah, yeah. The, the other direction. If you Across go toward, the street from Raising Cane's. Yeah. Yes. If you go towards Raising Cane's. Yes. There is all of that space always See, available. That, and, and that's, it's funny. But you look at that, it's like, uh, this isn't really part of the same parking <laughs> well, lot, no, I guess. Nobody's, uh, there are some, that's another, that's a good point, too. There are some of these places that have spots that are in so, so far away that no one ever, no one ever goes there. Yes. I mean, barring the whole thing being full. That feels like not, I don't know, I would categorize that, categorize that whole parking lot situation in the middle of the two examples right. that I gave. Because... For whatever reason, if you go to like that target on uh, you're talking about, we're talking about the one on 48th and O. Mm-hmm. If you go to that target, it's generally would would people agree it's generally harder to find a parking spot there or a good parking spot there than it is at Edgewood. Edgewood, I don't know if it's just that it's I don't know if it's a parking yeah. lot size or the volume of people that are there. But you can almost always get a good spot there. Yes, absolutely. it feels well, like. And and we went to we were at Edgewood. Like we never go over there just because of where we live over in this area. Oh, you but, won't don't go to South Lincoln too good for South Lincoln. I see how it is. Yeah, sorry, Schaefer. Does he live there now? <laughs> yeah, he he is. Yeah, yeah. Take that. See, I remembered something. Uh, but we went to a movie, and we parked as close as you possibly could to a door last Friday. Okay, like it's a it's a Friday night at the theater. Okay. It just wasn't super. Like it didn't feel like it was going to be a, a parking situation that we were going to have to fight. Yeah, that. So yeah, that's interesting. Are there other? Okay, what about WalMarts? I mean, that of course is the other. Do the WalMarts feel like they're, you know, the one? Again, I would say harder. Definitely harder to get a parking spot at Walmart. At least again, a desirable parking spot than would be, for instance, like that Edgewood slash. The whole Edgewood situation, mm-hmm. like that, to me is the poster child for parking lots that are too big. Well, is he, Edgewood definitely? Edgewood. So here's so Tom has a good one here. Okay, this isn't Tom Beckius, is it? It just says Tom. Okay, I, it, it can be anybody's last name that you want it to be. Okay, um, he says Cole's parking lot has never been full ever. 
Oh, the one on 84th? Yes. Or the one on... Just off of O. Yeah, that's a great point. Because I've gone up there... That is a great point. I pull into there and I'm like, you could put five, six other stores in here. That's a great point. That Coles one is another poster child for parking lots that feel way bigger than they need to be. That's a good one. The Jeremy says... But that's also, real quick, that's also because there's like nothing else... You know, there's... At least with that, that Edgewood thing... There are a whole bunch of businesses. Yeah. There's like small, there's a Papa John's there and there's a beauty products place, I think. And well, is the solution then to not have as much parking lot and put more things in there? Well, that, yeah, I think that's part of it. I mean, that's part of it. You would actually have area that you could develop and, mm-hmm. and put more things there instead of parking spots. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's part of the idea behind the plan, but yeah. that's a great one. What else we got on the text line? The Jeremy says, doesn't really care about the size of the lot, just wants the spaces to be bigger. Yes. And then adds, I yes. guess that means I want bigger lots. That, that's true, too. That I mean, this kind of goes, this is like the Memorial Stadium renovation thing, right? It's like, hey, we can lower the capacity, but at least raise the butt comfort level mm-hmm. for everyone. I would I would like that to be a part of this as well. Yeah. And especially, I are all, I'm... It doesn't feel like all parking spots are standard They're in the not. city of Lincoln. They absolutely are not. I've never gotten out with a ruler. I've never done the, you know, the Gene Hackman and Hoosiers thing and measured it. Uh, but I feel like there are a few places where they are so small. Well, you can not just across the city of Lincoln. You can go to our own parking in the back of Broadcast House. Not every one of those spots is the oh. same size. Yeah, that was actually, I believe was. <laughs> I believe that was actually. Parking lane painter error. <laughs> I'm just saying. And I know. We, we fit the bill with the I rest know of Lincoln. because I pulled out once a little too quickly and uh, did some damage. So uh, it's been taken care of. Kelly points out that that same area outside of Shields, but further over, says the one as you get closer to Trader Joe's, yeah. need need much wider. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm, every like every part of uh, every part of that one, but again, here's the funny thing about the Shields thing. So that parking lot's always packed in front of Shields, or usually packed, mm-hmm. especially on weekends. But then you go up if you go up into that parking garage, you can always get like five spaces away from the door. Really, like people don't. I don't know if they don't. I don't know why they don't use that parking garage. I don't think I've ever driven into that parking garage. Oh my gosh, it is. I'll never park outside there again. And here's the reason that I never have. I'll just do one lap, and I will find a spot within three spots Man, from the front. One lap in there, though? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I'd rather... I, I, I like my my trip for sporting goods <laughs> to be a little bit more stress-free. What about some of those places on... on uh, like for, uh, North Lincoln, like 27th and, um, you know, like Walmart, Hy-Vee, those big areas there. How about, you know, Costco, Sam's, those those sorts of things as well. Is that Costco parking lot? A Costco parking lot doesn't feel like it's way too big, does it? I don't think. I mean, a little. A little. Mm-hmm. But I have seen, for instance, I have seen parking lots at capacity, though, mm-hmm. for places. And it's not often, but like. The High V at 70th and and Pioneers, I have seen that where there are no zero parking spot like that. That one does not feel like most of the time it's not totally being used. But day before Thanksgiving, about three in the afternoon, and I know this from experience from a couple of weeks ago. There are time, people park along places that aren't are parking spots, so it's like super high volume days come for some of these places, but it's once or twice a year. Have you ever had a problem getting? Within like the first 
eight to ten spots at Home Depot? No, uh, eh, not <laughs> like I guess it, this is another thing to place in. How far back? How lazy are we? How far back are we willing? Well, I'm willing to. to I'm willing to go much further than that. But I don't think I've ever had a spot where I'm not going. Oh, this is. 15 second walk to the yeah door. like i've never seen the way back of the home depot parking lot i've never seen the way back of the lowe's parking lot mm-hmm. i've never seen the um you know like we were talking about earlier like the way back of that super safer on edgewood parking lot what about oh here's one and because a big part of this is it depends on where you want to walk into the mall oh going to gateway you mean yeah yes because because if you go to the side that has five guys, Granite City, like like you go to right. that entrance by right by a little just past Dicks, right? Yeah, the, the what I would call the main entrance. Yeah, yeah, the main that you are packed. So that okay. if you want to go to the side that gets you closer to J.C. Penney, there's the little go to the west side. There's there's the the kids. Uh, like kind of play area. Oh, your parking's a lot better. There. Or if you want to go all the way around the back, yes. That used to be my secret at Gateway back in the day. Mm-hmm. Was they had that parking garage thing, place where they did the COVID testing. Yeah, um, was always going back there and then going into like what was it, Dillard's or Yonkers. My favorite place to park now is to go underneath to where you go up the escalator and you come out near Round One. That's okay. That's uh, that I I've I've searched many a time for a long time for a parking lot that spot down there. I, That's been a very busy place. I have never once not parked immediately by that door. That yeah, that was usually my go-to too. Because you know what? Then I would also used to walk in and I would go by the old. I mean, it's still there, but the old. I remember better that mall in the nineties and than I do now. Um, like the old cookie company that yes. was down there. Yeah, because you could smell that thing as I soon as you sure got out of your car. I make sure not go in that door. <laughs> <laughs> go go to the other side of that. You walked right into that cookie company. Okay. Uh, what do we got on the text line? Uh, Dealer Dave says the CVS at 70th and O is the right size, but the Walgreens across the street is way too small. Oh, that okay. We haven't even talked about see drugstores, those Walgreens and CVSs, they have tend to have smaller ones. But again, same one. <laughs> I insist on parking close, but like the Walgreens I go to a lot on South 70th Street, about 70th and Pioneers. Like sometimes I have to park in a spot that's further back than I like, but like the back row that's adjacent to 70th Street, mm-hmm. I've never I mean, I've never parked in that. Uh, what else you got? Other Phil line? says the problem with the North Target store is all the online shopping spots. <laughs> they those do take up some prime uh, real estate. Have you seen the amount that they have at the Super Target? <laughs> yes. I, I mean, it's a whole. That's its own row, right? Like Walmart doesn't have anything close to that amount of those. They have some, but nothing close to that. And Shields has like two or three spots. The thing that's really nice about that Super Target, though, is all of, like, it's pedestrian friendly. Like, you can get out of the way where you're not just walking in front of everyone trying to drive and find a spot. Yeah, meaning what? Because like, of the way that they place the pickup so, spots? Well, or? No, no, no. Just in general, that parking lot, there's a lot of space there. Yeah, I see what you mean. Yeah, it's right. It's different than a lot mm-hmm. of those. And then they got the big red balls, too. Yeah, that's Which, always fun. I don't know what's so fascinating about those, but they put little holiday covers on them this year. Did you see that? <laughs> uh, t- Tom brought back this one back up. They could put another Coles parking lot inside of that Coles parking lot. <laughs> it's huge. He's right. 
Oh, I, I just had one in my head now that I forgot. Another one that always is seems way huge. Uh, I don't know. I, I'm curious what what you guys think. I don't have a problem with the how many times. Again, we seem to have a lot of parking lots that are too big before they're too small. And if they feel too small, it's usually just because I I am too. I will drive around for a long time until I get something as close as I want, which is super lazy. I admit that. Uh, Howdy John says Texas Roadhouse needs a bigger lot. <laughs> the Jeremy a says one. that's true. The Jeremy says shut up, Jack. The Shields Garage is a cheat code for South Point. Don't let the secret out. <laughs> it's so true. What are you idiots doing driving around that parking lot? It's terrible, and the garage is great. What are you guys doing? I've, um, nev- I've never had an issue, but get- next time I will go to the garage. I'll go park in the garage, and I'll go walk to Trader Joe's from there. <laughs> through Shields. 726. It's LNK Today with Jack and Friends on KLIA. So, you've got an idea for a business. The store of your dreams. There's just one thing to figure out. Everything. That's why Shopify's all-in-one commerce platform makes it easy to sell online, in person, and everywhere else. Sell on social media source products with an app to get that first sale feeling. It's the only solution that gives you everything you need to sell everywhere you want. So when you're ready to bring your idea to life, power it up with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash listen. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. It's time to count them down. The five things you'll be talking about today. This is The Morning Drive, presented by Stonebridge Insurance and Wealth Management on 1499.3 KLIN. All right, it is time to count them down, and uh, let's get started. We're going to revisit this topic. We've had so many, so many comments on it, so let's get going with... Number five. Well, think of the big box stores like Sam's Club, Costco, Walmart, Gateway Mall, even big parking lots. Uh, they may be going away or a thing of the past. Lincoln Lancaster County Planning Department proposing a plan that's being championed by City Councilman Tom Beckius to modernize parking requirements that date back to 1951. That's, that's older than me. Wow. Ooh. Essentially uh, making it not require that you've got. The lot is big that it has to be now. That's simple. Right. That's oversimplifying what it is, but that's right. the, that's the general idea. The rules are so many uh, square feet. You got to have so much parking, as I understand it, or how many people could possibly be in those Mark, facilities. We, we just had a very interesting conversation about like the varying parking lot densities around town, and it's uh, you've got all you've got all of it. You've got ones that you will never see close to full. You've got occasional ones that you'll see full a couple, you know, a few times a year at the peakest of peak times. And then you've got a few, a lot fewer that are that you find frequently very, very full as well. So do you have any do you have any in particular that you uh, you're thinking of when you hear this story? 
Well, Gateway is the one that I think of immediately because there's so much in the uh, back. Yeah, yeah, in the back. I mean, nobody the, ever thinks of parking the, back the, there. The, do the they? Uh, underground parking that yeah, used to be under Sears, you know. Yeah. And I mean, there's acres of parking <laughs> now. Dicks when they built that uh, took some of the parking uh, area, but still, there's. I mean, it's just amazing how much. Yeah. space there is there. Yeah, Guy Kelly said on the north side of Gateway Mall, it's like a barren wasteland. Pretty sure he's seen tumbleweeds blowing through there. That, that's a gr- that is the least parked-in parking lot in all of the city, I oh, yeah. There's There's one other that, oh, yeah? that, that if you happen to go by it, it, not very often, but it's there at 46th and Vine where oh Fazoli's and there's a hardware store. Oh, uh, that's the, yeah, the, the Ace, Westlake Ace Hardware. Yeah, there, right? yeah, but that's the only thing that's there. That parking lot to the east, all the way over to those I buildings. think Motor Foods in there too. Yeah, that's around the corner. Right, around though. the corner, right, but, right. But yeah, but like that main area used to be a like long ago used to be a grocery store. Right, and and I think it, it was it, called Sun Foods for a while or something. Yeah, very well. But yeah. that one's uh, I go through through there to get to an ATM every now and then, and it's it's just like you know driving out in the <laughs> that's prairie. A good, that's another good one. Yeah, and of course, there's there's stuff that even you know uh, in North uh, Lincoln, you get up there 27th and uh, Cornhusker 27th and Superior. Someone said there's, the to- old Toys R Us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that and, one. And so some of those, but yeah, the the parking. Uh, the the one thing that some cities are doing that I find interesting is where they've got these parking lots. Is there and and they're also doing it. Uh, they're doing some testing in feedlots in some parts of the country of putting solar panels uh, over. The parking lots. Oh, you know, making a secondary use for it. So when there's nobody there, the well, it, it covers the cars when oh, they are there. I got. I see what you're saying. Like so, a canopy. Like a canopy. So they're using all that open space for, and they're using it for shade in uh, feedlots. Well, get ready. For, get ready for solar panels, Coles. Again, is there any pl- other than other than downtown? Which, by the way, downtown is all often is an issue, but less so I think now than it used to be. But other than that, is there any other place? You regularly go where you're like, this parking lot is just not big enough for what it can do. There's, I the, can't think of, you, you know. The closest one people come up with is the whole South Point, Shields, Trader Joe's area. Yeah, that but one. that's just because people don't and, use the parking garage. And 84th and uh, Nebraska Parkway, the Walmart, Menards, uh, that one's, there's a Sam's Club there. That, yeah, but you that's, never. That's you, fairly used. You just have to be willing to walk a little. On those, I've well, never yeah. seen that at capacity. Have you? Uh, yeah, a couple of times. Really? Uh, yeah, especially when uh, the Walmart lot gets full of uh, tractor trailers that pull in there and park overnight. Oh, so yeah, well, yeah, yeah, they 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 allow them to so, do that. All right. Well, we'll uh, I, I mean, I think I think my finding this out as is saying, yeah, I don't think there are too many places where we have parking lots that are too small. I don't think that's particularly yeah. a problem. Yesterday's Journal Star, Margaret Reese, had a great article on it. And one of the things that they're trying to do is encouraging more uh, walking, you know, in the in these areas. Smaller, less parking, more walking, that type of thing as these communities get built. I get that. But most of these places we're talking about, you're not walking to unless you just, unless you happen no, to live. As, as development as goes. As development this goes. Is, is, yeah, is, well, that's got to be where they're located. Yeah, that's that's got to be mainly about how they're located. You know where they're located um, compared to residential areas yep. for the most part. Now, if I'm living over on uh, on South 27th Street and I got the Walmart across the street from my house, which, by the way, the people weren't very happy when they put that in. Uh, that's one place, I suppose, <laughs> that you could walk to. But 
But yeah, no, I'm not really going leaving from my house and going on a three mile walk to uh, to Target or anything like that. No, that's so. that's that's looking ahead to the type of development that we, yeah. will be coming in the future as we have more and more uh, EVs and all of that. And the amount of groceries I buy, I can't carry all the groceries at that point. I you need, need to I have need them a, delivered. Then, well, I. I drive my own car and I do it. I mean, I'm just saying if I walked. So does walkability also mean I can just take a golf cart? Could we become a golf cart community? I would love How about that. that. A golf cart community. That feels retirement I in, community. Though. I was in when I was in Galveston. Uh, yes. When I was in Galveston, everywhere with a golf cart. Probably that way at all these places in Florida. That you do that, that? That in Sun City and Phoenix. I, I would love to be I a saw golf a dude community. driving around our neighborhood in a golf... There's a guy who drives around our neighborhood in a golf cart. I don't even know if that's legal. Can you do that on the street? Question, I'm not really sure. Question for Officer Chad tomorrow. All right. But then, but then you're going to get the people that kind of... It would be the same people that go get the really big truck, even though they absolutely right, don't need the a really... souped up. Well, you see them they, on the golf course. I, so, so what they would big do trucks. is... Big trucks. Like jacked up wheels oh, no, no, no. on the golf course. They, cart. Or they would just get a gator. Or get, yeah, yeah. <laughs> They're just going to drive around in a gator. An old cub cadet. All right, moving on. Number four. Governor expressing some disappointment uh, despite an influx of $324 million in additional state aid to education. Property taxes for local education statewide went up $85 million, So, need a little miffed on that one. I mean, at some point... <laughs> You know, at some point, you can only control... At some point, the the school boards and their decisions have to be controlled locally and not by the not by the desires of the state, right? Well, I except mean, that in this case, the state is providing a lot more uh, education funding. Right, I, I know, but they're still saying we need more money for our school districts, and people are getting voted in locally who are doing that. So, yeah. like, I, I'm just saying that is the more effective way to really change this if the communities... If the people in those communities really want it changed, rather than yeah, external, I mean, I don't care what they're doing in in Sarpy County for their school district. Okay, I, I don't, I, they probably don't care what's going on here, right? So I, I mean, I don't need. I'm, I'm. Everyone's concerned about their own locality, I would think, um, and that's where if there needs to be a change, that's kind of where it has to be has to be made. But it is interesting, right? Additional state aid, and what was the number? Uh, that one third, it was what one third of the school districts decreased. Right, uh, I their, their spending in two thirds increased yeah. after this. Yes, so ninety two of the two hundred forty four school districts lowered their collection of property taxes or or kept them flat again. But my question is, in how many of these areas are the you know are the the, the locals happy or upset about that? That I think that's the bigger question. And of course, it's mixed within communities. It's not mm-hmm. a, a one size fits all thing, but. I think that that's kind of that's where the changes kind of kind of has to come from, barring but something that is a, even stronger at the state yeah, level, which may come. It's got to be done locally because they have a soft cap, essentially, right? Yes, this three percent revenue cap that that was that uh, bill that passed what that five eighty three that passed last year, um, and so um, yeah, we'll uh, we'll see if there's more legislation coming on this this whole thing, and then don't forget we got a. We got a petition out there that would abolish property taxes as well, in addition to income taxes. All of them. And corporate taxes. Epic. Epic. That's out there. That's out there, too. So who knows how that's going to factor into this whole thing. Number three. Back in uh, summer of 2018, a nonprofit that few Nebraskans had heard of bought some land in Garden County. Uh, 
over 22,000 acres. Dang. Uh, and then they uh, picked up another 3,300 acres in uh, a year later. Okay. And uh, it's a nonprofit out of Salt Lake City, Utah. And they continue to buy it. And the uh, P.O. Box, according to Flatwater Free Press, is, is Salt Lake City. It turns out it's, it's the Mormon Church, the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. And they have become Nebraska's... They're own, they own more land than Ted Turner now in the state. They, well, that's good. They, uh, yeah, yeah, I mean... <laughs> They they are the, the so that the things that you talked about plus more purchases in other counties in the area have made the Mormon Church in Nebraska's single buyer of land in five years. According to Flatwater Free Press, they have bought fifty seven thousand five hundred acres from twenty eighteen to twenty twenty two. Give me an idea how much that is, uh, of, well, of how much that is. They well, let's go with their total. I mean, that's what they bought in that that's period. What they bought. Yeah, they, but they have three hundred seventy thousand acres. Okay, total, and that's Douglas and Sarpy County combined. Like in land area. Yep. <laughs> Holy cow! So are these investment properties or what? Well, and I don't like. What is anybody who's doing this doing exactly when they're buying up? Tons of land, well, they're, usually. They, they are... are you don't, no, no, I don't think they're going to use that much land. Well, they're farming it. Farming it? Okay. Yeah. Just as, as as farming property as... Sure. Okay. As a matter of fact, uh, uh, parts of the Sandhills has a, a very large and growing population of Amish farmers that are moving in. Okay. All right. Um, there are some in farmers' unions, though, who say, hey, you got an out-of-state... You got an out-of-state entity comes in, drives up prices... Makes it harder for smaller farmers as well. Um, makes it so individuals don't have a chance to own it as as well. So, and the other thing is, so a church doesn't have to publicly report income or assets. So there's not really a full accounting of Nebraska land. Really, I mean, land anywhere with that and if that, that if goes it, along with. And it. if so it's other a than the purchase records that you yeah, that you if, know, if it's a nonprofit, does it pay property tax? Um, they do pay property tax, uh, like any other ag producer in the state, and state and federal income taxes, uh, according to the story. Okay. According to the story. So, yeah, that would be, since they're an ag producer in the way that the land is being used, I presume, goes along with that. But the question is, do they want the school board in the area to stop spending as much money? (laughs) (laughs) I was just trying to tie things together. Never mind. <laughs> number three. Almost. Well, that was number three, wasn't it? Yes, it was. Number two. I don't know what uh, oh, this God. story is. Oh, sorry. Oh, it's yeah, the, I, want the Cal- wrong. I want Caleb's opinion on this. So, Well, the the link is for a different story, though. <laughs> uh, okay, I'll do I, I'll, I'll do it then. So I, I know this is Grand Island and, and we're Lincoln-centric, but this is fascinating. So someone bought the Conestoga Mall. Caleb, you, you yeah, have... Yeah, I remember that. You know the, the Conestoga Mall. Um, so they, the, the, this new, they're redeveloping it. They're changing it over, and they evicted the movie theater AMC, which mm-hmm. is, they have an AMC in in Grand yeah, Island. I grew up going to so and, many of those movies, there. and uh, AMC was like, "We're not leaving," <laughs> <laughs> and they filed. Uh, they contested the eviction notice. Uh, they said basically, uh, "We're staying." Uh, they sued. They uh, sued back and forth. At this point, they're breaking ground on a new thing that they're calling the Conestoga Marketplace. And so now, 
AMC has had all of their um, all of their legal filings dismissed. The objections at this point uh, in this ruling just came out a couple of days ago, and so now AMC can appeal it and and stay around. But but that's the only multiplex theater in GI, evidently. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, that was because growing up. We would go to Grand Island to go to movies. And at one point, actually, that mall had two theaters. They were operating two theaters. And one of them became a, like, this glow golf mini putt place in there. And I think even since then, that may have changed. Sounds very mallish. But but I, I remember growing up, like, that. that's where you went. If, if you were like, hey, we're going to go, we're going to go to the movies for a date. You drove to Grand Island and you went to that one. Yeah, I would. I would imagine so. Um, like, what I wonder are there like movie buffs who are handcuffing themselves to the <laughs> to, to the theater, <laughs> saying that you're not taking down AMC. I'm going with it, uh, it there. Because I'm one. I'm just. I'm so curious what the what the plan is then for for watching movies in Grand Island. Yeah. Yeah, it's, uh, now there are apparently are there. I think there are other ones as well. There are single ones. Do you know? Right. Let's see. But, but I've never gone to any of those. You others. got you've got the Grand Theater, Grand Island, uh, and then you got the Conestoga Mall one. Is that the only other one? Is there only one? That can't be right. Only one other one. Uh, then they've got there's one in in Aurora. You could go to 12th Street Cinema. I mean, at that point, you're yeah, you're you either go to, going to you go to Hastings, Hastings or Kearney. Yeah, there's a little movie theater in the Arch, isn't there? <laughs> I don't. I don't think that's showing quite the movies. You man, this is contra- This is this is high drama. What, what I don't understand about this is they took over the lease by eminent domain. <laughs> yeah, I know. So how does that work? <laughs> I don't know exactly. It's a developer too. It's not like the. It's not like the city or anything like that, right? Right. The, oh, oh, no, it was the Community Redevelopment Authority notified them they would take over the lease in the mall by eminent domain. Yes. And then they transferred it. Yeah, you're, it was. I, I stand corrected. It was like a community, a, 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 a governmental entity. Uh, they then transferred it to this Woodsonia 281, which is now redeveloping the mall property. I mean, it sounds like basically community was like, oh, man, we can't see this mall go down the path that other malls have gone down in the country. Mm-hmm. Crossroads Mall in Omaha. Um, and so they're like, we need to get this thing modernized quickly like this. And so they they grabbed the thing and they said, movie theater, you're out. You are out. Ben texted in exactly what I was thinking. Carney Cinema 8, gang, rise up. <laughs> <Here's-> <laughs> Carney's going to become the movie capital of Nebraska here pretty soon. <laughs> well, there's some theaters in Hastings, I think, too. Yeah, there are. Yeah, well, there's, the there's a movie with, theater in, hey, Aurora, in Aurora. But the, the problem with the movie theater in Hastings is you have to go to Hastings. Oh, oh, oh dang. Oh, wow. Moving Number on. One. <laughs> I had no idea. I have no opinion on any of that central Nebraska trash talk. A 1958 classic song has become uh, the number one on the Billboard Top 100 as of this week. And it is a Christmas song. But it came out in 1958. It's Brenda Lee and rocking around the Christmas tree. So the reason this can happen. So all these songs that were somewhat popular when they first came out have now been able to chart on Billboard because they count streaming numbers. And at Christmas especially... 
Everybody just streams the crap out of Christmas just music. Just put on the playlist just and walk no, away. They put, everybody's playing the Christmas music, and there's a few songs that are on everyone, two of them being Brenda Lee's Rock Around the Christmas Tree, Mariah Carey's All I Want for Christmas is You, and so those numbers go way up this time of year, and they factor that now into Billboard. It's not, and they get some radio play, too. But it's not like it used to be where it was about Mark the Olden Days of the charts, which I, I'm sure you remember yeah. where, it was oh, yeah. at, where it was album sales and you know they, and radio and radio play. Yeah, it was all radio uh, news uh, uh, program directors, <laughs> music directors that sent in a weekly chart. Right, and mailed it in. By the way, <laughs> yeah, the, that's how they that's how they did. Now it's all about that Spotify spin count, isn't it? <laughs> all right, the, congratulations to uh, Brenda Lee got number one. Uh, now she and Mariah both have number one hits years after they were made. 7.56, that is it for your morning drive. A lively one today. It's brought to you by Stonebridge Insurance and Wealth Management on KLIA. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Live from the Momo Pizzeria and Ristorante Studios at 44th and O. Morning radio for the entire capital city. This is LNK Today with Jack and Friends on the Voice of Lincoln, 1499.3 KLIN. All right, it's 8-11, 33 degrees in the capital city. Eh, pretty pretty nice today, mid-40s as you heard there, but what really looks luscious, Wednesday 56, Thursday 62, Friday 54, sunny all of those days, so looking very good here. This week in the capital city, it's not beginning to look a lot like Christmas, and I don't know about you, but that's fine with me for the time being. Maybe a little snow Christmas Eve, that'd be good, but... Uh, I'm I'm pretty fine with it. And uh, joining us right now from Lincoln Chamber of Commerce, we've got Jason Ball. Good morning, Jason. How are you doing today? I'm fantastic, Jack. So How are you, you uh, are you down with the uh, above normal temperatures this time of year, or are you ready for it to start feeling like winter and Christmas? I, you know, I like I like a snowy holiday season. Yeah, uh, I I hate to admit it. Yeah, I'm going to well, get a lot of angry mail. No, that's but, terrible. Uh, yeah. But yeah. Uh, you know. It, it, <laughs> Whatever, whatever it is that you be you, I guess. Um, yeah, very good. Uh, let's talk about some of the things that are that are going on uh, with the chamber. I know a couple of weeks ago you came in and and uh, you were talking a little bit about the hour of code that was coming up at the time that is now in the books on Saturday. Tell us a little bit about uh, about this. What happened at it, and uh, what kind of response there was. Yeah, thanks, Jack. I wanted to give kind of an act, after action report on this because we had we ended up having six hundred people in attendance at this, um, which is getting back to pre-pandemic numbers, right? Mm -hmm. The world continues to heal, um, and Hour of Code is a a good illustration of that. And, uh, boy, we uh, we had people that are participating in uh, robotics displays, uh, virtual reality displays you could put on the VR nice. um, headsets. Kids, sure. of course, love that. And then they did, it's a good Christmas theme event too, because they're learning about, um, toys like remote control cars or other types of games that they can code for. So, a uh, really successful event. Um, Don't Panic Labs, Lincoln Public Schools, Spark Summer Learning, uh, and the UNL Aerospace Club. And they did something fun too. Um, the UNL Aerospace Club brought in a robot that they had built for the, 
Lunabotics competition at NASA's Kennedy Space Center okay. back in 2022. What did it do? <laughs> it let the kids control it and move it around in, okay. in a certain defined area. Oh, okay. But, but I, I mean, how amazing is that? We've got coll- collegiate level defined uh, uh, robotics developed, and and uh, um, kids are able to experience that right now. So it's it's relevant in the real world to what we're doing now. And I, I love it because it gets uh, kids in the community, you know, exposed to career pathways without without them yeah. knowing it's a career. So pathway. something to look for maybe for next year if you didn't make it this year. If you've got kids who are uh, maybe starting to be interested in that. That's right. Next December, free event. All right. There you go. Uh, (laughs) Celebrate Business Awards coming up. Tell us us a little bit about this and, uh, you know, kind of the the categories that you're going to be awarding here this year. Yeah. So I'm I'm in full-on confetti mode today. Okay. Uh, We have our our Celebrate Business Awards luncheon, which is our annual celebration of, you know, business impacts and community leaders that have really helped Lincoln, you know, achieve that next level. It's going on here over the lunch hour today. Um, But it's, it's things like Green Business of the Year. We want to recognize companies that are leading in in green technology deployment and green business practices manufacturer of the year uh, small business of the year entrepreneur of the or entrepreneurial spirit of the year um award and then last year i don't know if folks uh maybe are broadly aware of this we used to have our tourism development award um given to people that help that that part of the community we renamed it um, after the passing of Tom Lorenz from, oh, from Pinnacle Bank Arena. Nice. So it's the Tom Lorenz Tourism Development Award. Uh, this is going to be the second year that we will be um, giving that kind of recognition. And then uh, uh, Roger T. Larson Community Spirit Award. That's the way I see it for people that used to hear him cool. yep. uh, on, yep. on the radio. And so uh, uh, that I'm very excited about that one in particular this year. It's going to really... Um, worthy individual that has made a mark on this community all our awards are um yeah. and so it's it's going to be a fun uh, fun one to do and then cornerstone is our our uh, business of the year our cornerstone builder award also uh, an exciting award to make cool. later today it'll be so. fun to hear who comes away with all of these yeah. and see yeah. see what happens see what happens with that um all right let's let's talk uh about some other things let's uh You've got an economic vitality strategy that's going on, and part of that are what you want to do. Obviously, talent development, uh, alignment for making sure you got you know the, the the need and the the supply there for a lot of these things. Um, so it's kind of a getting people with the talent with the pathway that they need to be on. Tell us a little bit about. Um, the the way that you're kind of doing this, I guess, through a website, essentially. Yeah. So, um, Jack, you'll recall when previous conversations when I've talked about the Vitality Lincoln economic development uh, strategy that we have for the community here, um, the, the number one thing in terms of uh, need from, from the community is workforce, right? Not a surprise to anybody. Um, one of the recommended models that we deployed from our consultants was to develop a career pathway system. Lincoln is very resource rich when it comes to um, the types of uh, training programs that individuals can pursue mm-hmm. and places that businesses can go to recruit employees. We're actually so resource rich now, it's becoming a difficult system for people to navigate. Um, really? Yeah. And, and Interesting. Pre- even executives are, are finding out about programs that are happening like in the chamber. Uh-huh. Right, awareness and understanding of so many opportunities and options is just difficult. And if it's it's challenging for say, uh, you know, business executives or the HR departments, you know, people that 
get paid to spend their whole days thinking about these things. Um, it is really difficult for individuals and families, right? Right. And we just had sure. another one um, open up with an open house uh, last night at North Star High, uh, led by Duncan Aviation. It's the aviation program there, right? Right. So we we continue to build these systems, and mm-hmm. it's it's really exciting to see that that energy happen. We need to provide. We as a community need to provide a map for some of these things. So that's what this effort is about. Pathways is about helping people find their way to outcomes that they consider beneficial. Whether you're a traditional student or you're someone that's already in the workforce, how can I go get the the training or do a career shift like I did? I was Mm -hmm. a chemist, Mm -hmm. a very bad chemist. I'm a very happy chamber guy. and, 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 but I did that through education. I went yeah. back and got some further education. This is intended to be a resource for people that are looking for that kind of a shift as well. So I'm a, and, and I'm in the website selectlincoln.org. Yeah. Um, and just like, yeah, yeah, I guess what are, is, is this kind of your hope is that people are going to say all of these different positions you're in where there are resources out there mm-hmm. is it's, it's really just getting, getting website because I get what you're saying, right? You sort of hear about some of these things maybe through word of mouth or if yeah. you're kind of in the industry or, you know, those sorts of things. But this is this is going to be a place to go, and this is the place to go to sort of look for a whole bunch of different resources. Yep, this is going to be yeah. a compendium. And, and Jack, I should mention, we're, we're doing this in a, in a very targeted way. So we're not starting... Uh, with every job or every industry or every career under the sun. Mm-hmm. We've, we've picked four career tracks, um, very intentionally. And we know that if we, if we build out this process based on four, we can replicate it for more. So mm-hmm. we're starting with four. Over the long term, we're going to do it with more, um, and and it's it's going to be a good way to to ease into it. So we're to be clear, this isn't up yet. Um, we have just issued the RFP for the work. Uh, okay, yeah, understood. And we're we're doing that uh, funded through ARPA dollars, and mm-hmm. so this is this is paid for um, in whole by a grant that we received from ARPA dollars through the city of Lincoln. We appreciate their uh, partnership on this, and we're gonna we're aiming to launch this. First iteration of this long-term resource um, here coming up at the, I believe, the end of first quarter, early second okay. quarter of 2024. And 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 the pathways, uh, what manufacturing, healthcare, information technology, and and transportation and logis- logistics. Yes. these are yep. these are the four. Why those four? Uh, We had our team do some studies about just based on pure numbers of open positions. Uh, This is what they arrived at for recommendations. For folks that are screaming at their radio right now saying this has nothing to do with my industry, I get it. We're on the way. Um, we, we're going to start with these four industries. We're going to add more as we go. And so this is an ongoing long-term initiative. And I'm very excited for what this uh, initial build of the website is going to give us. I think it'll have the structure that will be uh, flexible enough. We can really expand it in the years very to come. Cool. Interesting that those are the – it's interesting to see what the four are that, that rose to the top in that, in that discussion yeah. in little ways. I mean, it just tells you a lot about – the future of careers, the city, the, yep. the jobs that are out there, and those sorts of things as well. Uh, all right. Uh, got a little bit longer, a few more days for people who are interested in Launch LNK. Uh, you've, you've talked briefly about this, but again, this is about getting the word out uh, about something that's out there for people. So go ahead. Yeah. 
We just completed the 2023 round of Launch LNK uh, recipient grants. It was five companies that received $25,000 to aid them in startup. It was the most competitive process we've seen so far. For those five uh, grant awardees and slots, um, we had over 90 applicants this year. And some of the best and strongest, you know, well-thought-out business ideas uh, that that I think we've ever seen coming through. Um, We've been doing this for five years straight, more than $80 million in fundraising after that has happened from Lincoln companies. Um, Many of them are companies that that, that people would uh, know and remember. I won't get into Mm -hmm. the list, but um, we're we're changing it this year. We wanted to add a sixth slot, and so there are going to be six $20,000 grants that we're doing. Again, just because we've got so so many more. We could easily do 10 companies a year if we had the uh, right funding model for it. So it's going to serve Lincoln for years to come. I'm excited about it. And then, and then, last but not least, we touched on this a couple of weeks ago, but we're right in the heart now of the uh, the shopping season. You guys have a uh, actually, I think, really, really well done, really good uh, local shopping guide that's out right now. And I think I, I think it's good because a lot of times, you know, we say, "Yeah, I want to, it's important for me to shop local." Yeah, but then. It's not always it's it's not always the first thing that happens. It's not the quickest, right? Always thing to do necessarily. Yeah. And so, just because you know everything's at the palm of your hand, so yep. so easily. So it's, it looks like that's kind of what you tried to duplicate with this website, essentially. Absolutely. Uh, and again, for for chamber members or other businesses that are interested in getting listed on our our uh, holiday shopping guide, uh, all the information uh, for that can be found at lcoc.com slash shop local lcoc.com slash shop local. Um, you know, remember when you're able to take that extra thought to, you know, go to this website or use your own ideas about how you can support local businesses. These are the businesses that fund our T-ball teams. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they show up at our, our fundraisers. It's money that's kept in the community. Uh, please just do give that some consideration. And, and again, I'll just remind everybody for the, the local spots and the local retail and restaurants that we love so much that make our city unique. This is the time of year when we get a vote and say, hey, we want more of this activity in Lincoln. Yeah. This is the best way to demonstrate it. And honestly, if you're just kind of stuck on what to get someone, it's a good place to, <laughs> to I mean, to just sort of look around and get some ideas, too. You, you know, we're a full-service yeah. chamber, Jack. Exactly. If you're stumped on your hard-to-shop-for customer, exactly, we I do mean, that at the chamber, it's, too. It's good. It's divided. Gifts for him, gifts for her, gifts for kids, right? Stocking stuffers, fitness-focused friends. Uh, you got all kinds of categories here yeah. to look at that are pretty helpful. So that's lcoc.com slash shop local. All right, Jason. Hey, great to talk to you. A lot going on right now. Uh, enjoy the uh, nice weather. Oh, yeah. Well, maybe we'll get you some snow by next time we're here two weeks from now on the 19th. Jack, so. you enjoy the nice weather. I, I will, Jason. <laughs> I will. All right. There you go. That's Jason Ball from Lincoln Chamber of Commerce. It's 824. We will grab a break. Caleb's got sports. We've got John Baylor coming up in 10 minutes as well. You're listening to LNK Today with Jack and Friends on KLI. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. And well, just Brett Anderson. Waking babies in the North Bottoms and then helping them ace the ACT since the 90s. It's the voice of Nebraska volleyball, John Baylor. Yes, it is time to visit with the voice of Nebraska volleyball. 
who you can uh, you can hear on broadcast house stations uh, coming up playing Georgia Tech again. Mark your calendars. That's a Thursday day game. One p.m. first serve pregame at twelve along the network with our guest John Baylor. JB, good morning. Welcome to Sweet Sixteen Week. Good morning. Now I uh, don't think this is a garage sale show, but those suckers used to get a lot of listeners. But if anyone wants to buy a snowblower, give me a call. <laughs> Man, fifty nine degrees. Okay, I would hang on to it. I would hang on to it. Really? You're gonna. You're Yeah, I mean, it, it, at some point. <laughs> We get punished. This is what happens. We get we have these nice weeks, and then we get punished later. It's coming. Right. I don't know when, but it's coming. Well, I don't remember mid-December, 59 degrees, growing up. What did David Bowie say? Changes. <laughs> he did. He said changes. Um, he I, I, he I, saw this coming. Yeah, by the way, I missed the radio. Yeah, that's, a great, that's a great throwback. I don't think I would have ever thought about that again had oh. you not mentioned it was Radio Garage Sale. Uh, oh. for, for people who are younger who don't realize, remember, this oh, was... I, uh, I did this stuff in you Central did Nebraska. You did it. Yeah. It probably went away sooner in Lincoln than it did other places. But people would just call in and they either had something they wanted to sell, they described it, said what it would cost, or people would call in with things they wanted to buy. Uh, and yep. hope, we ought to try it again someday on LNK today. Radio Tradio. I never got Radio more phone Tradio. calls. Let's go to Bob. <laughs> well, look, JB, I got this drawer that fits in the left edge of an old bureau. A bureau's gone. If anyone wants to buy a drawer, I'll let him have it for $4.50. Okay, thanks. Really appreciate it. Next call. And then I'm honestly surprised the callers didn't turn turn the, uh, the post-game show for football into that when they got yep. to Big Red Reaction. <laughs> Oh, yeah, they had a show, I don't know, remember if it was here or somewhere else that I used to listen to on Saturday morning. They had one just for football tickets. They had a radio show just for selling football tickets. For By the way, anyone's got a shovel without a handle, I'm looking for... Uh... <laughs> Did we lose JP? Radio trade. How did that work? Did people give their... I, I don't remember. Did people give their uh, phone numbers at the end of it? Uh, no, there was a secretary who used to keep names and numbers and someone would call back and say, hey, I want to respond to Helen and, you know, I could actually use that egg beater. Okay, well, here's her contact. Oh, my gosh. I think that's how it all That is That is inefficient. Holy cow. (laughs) Everyone talks about how automation and AI is changing the workplace and eliminating jobs. No one ever mentions how it the old internet eliminated radio tradio. Uh, JB, I think I think uh, maybe if we get one of those slow days this summer that we sometimes yeah. get. I think Caleb and I need to. I think we need to have a nostalgia week and bring back all of the old shows that are defunct now from local radio, including radio yes. tradio. I think we should see how it goes in twenty twenty three. Well, twenty twenty four. You could you could dedicate a whole segment to white tube socks and who's looking for them and who's trying to get rid of them. The ama- I mean, the amazing thing was the shot in the dark for people who wanted to buy very specific things. Yep. I mean, they didn't even know anybody had it. They were just throwing a Hail Mary there. <laughs> <laughs> just looking to chat with the old DJ. Oh, my gosh. Uh, Everyone thinks Jackson and Caleb are members of their family. I love it. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's 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 nice. It is very nice. Uh, yeah. Okay, so let's talk. Let's talk last weekend first. Nebraska volleyball. 
uh, sweep both matches. I saw some people getting a little get a little worried during that uh, LIU game. Not that they were going to lose, but the Nebraska didn't show the dominance of a one seed. But they end up getting through the weekend, not dropping a set. Uh, look really good, especially early against Missouri. What was your take overall on how they played uh, in weekend one? They had butterflies in the first round. Tough to adjust to a team with a totally different style. A two-setter offense, LIU, Long Island. Uh, university. Plus, they never faced a team with the nickname Sharks before. There was a lot <laughs> cooking on. I think the moon was in its waxing phase. And then, the second night, Mizzou, uh, back to their old selves. But look, folks, we haven't seen a full match of brilliance, uh, really, since the Wisconsin home match, and that's a month and a half. So, yeah. you, we've seen glimpses, lots of glimpses. I mean, that Wisconsin road match, there was, you know, half a game at least, second set uh, up in Madison. So, and there, and there are moments against Mizzou. So, Georgia Tech's really good. I mean, you got a two-setter offense. They've got a lot of international players who really know how to ball handle, control the ball. They don't have a ton of height. They got you know middle who transferred from Texas. They got a ton of transfers on the floor. Five transfers. I mean, so uh, this is another one of those kind of uh, all-star teams that have you know come castaways from other places. And plus, you throw in the international flavor with an international coach. You know, they they've given a lot of teams a lot of trouble. Yeah, I'm just looking here at their schedule early. I mean, we're going back to August, but they beat they beat Penn State three to one. Uh, they they beat Ohio State just to give you some some common opponents, and then uh, you know other NCAA tournament teams. I see they knocked out Florida State. They took on November third. They took out Louisville three to one. That was at home in Atlanta, but obviously a big pit win. They swept Pitt. Um, you know who's a, who's a one seed, so they've got some major major good wins on their resume as well. So probably not surprised to see them, given that Florida was the opponent they faced. Even though you were in Gainesville, Florida's just been so decimated by injuries. I think. Yeah, they've lost uh, two, maybe three key players, and it was sixteen fourteen in the fifth. Yeah, uh, they they split with Louisville. I think they lost to Pitt twice, and they lost to Georgia, and they lost to Miami twice. Um, but I mean, they've got great wins. Um, oh, you're right. They did lose to Pitt twice. Apparently, I didn't see that L. Yes. Yeah, Florida State, North Carolina, Duke. I mean, South Alabama. A lot of teams. But you just look at them. I don't see any commonality with teams in the Big Ten. So mm. again, again, minor adjustment period. Just a, a lot of good ball handling. A lot of different players coming in and out with that two setter offense. They just don't seem like they have a lot of weaknesses. And this could just be an absolute war. This could be a, a, a lengthy uh, battle. And they, they've, they've only been swept. I've uh, been swept three times this year. Miami had their number. Miami beat them twice this year, swept them twice this year. But other than that, they've, they've been pretty solid. But it's the third round. Of course, you're going to get a tough opponent. What's the biggest? I, I agree with what you said is, is Nebraska has not you know, quite looked the, the dominant selves that they looked like during sometimes earlier in the year. But but I can't quite put my finger on it. Like, what is the is it is it about the serving? Is it about the block? Is it about the hitting percentage? What's the biggest sort of indicator of whether or not they're back, kind of at their best? Lindsey Krause. Mm. I think she's been a big part of it. I mean, she was hitting three sixty six the six matches prior to her uh, going down. She's missed seven and a half weeks now, and Ellie Baitnorth is fabulous, and she may be even a slightly better blocker than Lindsey, but. Well, Lindsay could just terminate. I mean, she was just crushing the volleyball and have a second outside hitting better than 300. I mean, that just spells doom for a defense. They don't know who to block, who to go, who to try to focus on. They got so many attack weapons. And Allie doesn't have quite that kind of power, but she's got a lot of talent. has been doing a nice job. But, you know, Lindsay was hitting, you know, well more than 300 when she went down, at least in the conference. And Allie's hitting right around 200 
for the season. So that's been a distinction. Also, you got to get ready. You got to get used to a new player on the floor all the time. And secondly, it's a long season. You can't you can't sustain what Nebraska had going there in, in uh, September for the, for the whole season. But you know they they're ready. I mean they're they're I think you know for the most part everybody's pretty healthy. That's going to be able to play. They still got the great defense. They've got you know, the, the the middles also haven't been clicking with with uh, Bergen quite as frequently as we we saw in September. Also. Nebraska was more of a novelty. All these four freshmen on the floor, no one had had any film on them. So how do you stop yeah. them? Yeah. Teams have seen film on Andy Jackson. They've kind of slowed her down. So yeah, with time, you know, it's tough to, again, September, you're, you're kind of surprising everybody, but it's a long season. It's tough to keep it going, but they're ready. I mean, now they've, they've shown at times when they've got the, a, a tougher caliber of, of opponent, they rise to that challenge. Um, I, I, I'm trying to read between the lines a little bit, but if, if I mean, at some point, you're going to have a hard time bringing Lindsey Krause in cold, essentially, to a national right quarterfinal or national semifinal, or do you think there's a scenario where she's she's better and they'll plop her right in there uh, as uh, things get going again? It's not clear that she's going to be healthy yeah. enough to this season. I think Anything, any playing by Lindsay the rest of the way is, is just a bonus. I think right now you've got Allie Bate Norris, and she's doing a, a nice job. Um, let's talk about the other half uh, of the uh, bracket because there's actually a game afterwards after Nebraska and Georgia Tech. Maybe Husker Ooh. fans, if they if they win, they'll probably feel like staying around for afterwards. Arkansas and Kentucky, uh, basically an SEC conference match. There, what do you see in? Uh, we've seen Kentucky, right? We we kind of know a little bit about them. They played Nebraska well, um, just like a. Kind of a when I say big team, I don't necessarily mean like tall like Wisconsin, but they were just they, they looked like an like a, an SEC basketball team, right? They they were like big and physical. Um, what do you expect out of that match? Well, I I like Kentucky and they're really well coached. Craig Skinner for five years was the assistant coach here at Nebraska, two thousand two thousand four. After Nebraska, they just mowed down the SEC. And he's mentioned how that Nebraska match, they really found themselves. They were looking for their identity. They had a transfer from Oklahoma. was getting a lot of playing time. And she was still sputtering a little bit. The team was trying to figure out who they were. And then they saw they could hang with Nebraska. I mean, that thing easily uh, could have gone five. And, uh, and neither team played particularly well. But you can see Kentucky had the components to compete at the elite level this year. And here they are, number two seed. When they came into that match, they were well under 500. The last time we saw them, so they're a totally different team. Same players, but totally different team. Confidence, success, great setter, great right side. Reagan Rutherford, long, lanky lefty, two really solid middles. You know, left sides that can terminate. Good libero. All the components. I'm not saying second and first team All Americans all over the floor, uh, like you'd, you'd see it uh, against Wisconsin. But still, you know, great coaching and. What you want in a simple one setter offense, so they're in system a lot. Anyway, they're going to be trouble. Um, and uh, you know, again, but they're they're all the number ones. I think can win a national championship. I think all the number twos can win a national championship. And I think Penn State can win a national championship. Now their problem is they got Wisconsin on the road. So I think there are nine teams who plausibly and win a title this year. Wow. Uh, and, and I was going to ask that very next question. Uh, it's kind of, you know, chalk that got through. All the ones, twos, and threes got through, and then fours and fours and or fives, so just slight upsets in, in those four or five matchups as well. Is that, are, are, in a tournament setting like this, is this just less likely in volleyball than, say, basketball to have a big run, big run for, uh, for a double-digit seed like you would normally think of in the NCAA men's or women's basketball tournament, or is this... Uh, or is this year just kind of each year is a different deal? 
Uh, no, it's much less likely yeah. for volleyball to have some a Cinderella. I mean, there's no three point shot yeah. in volleyball, and so basketball is much more of an individualized game. I know it's a team game, but a LeBron can change everything. You know, I, uh, Northern Iowa's you know three point shooter who you know got him through Kansas and got him all the way to the you know the, the the regionals. I mean, one player can make a huge impact. Well, Michaela Fecky is dependent on five other players. She can't just do it herself. She'd help. I mean, you throw her or Jordan on any team, obviously they're going to get a lot better. But, I mean, Penn State, you know, there were years they just couldn't get them the ball. Illinois had great attackers, couldn't get them the ball. Texas, for years, had great attackers, elite players, you know, top recruits, all that. Couldn't get them the volleyball. And so they, they're dependent. There's this interdependency in the sport that's a little unlike a lot of other sports. So one individual can't make all the You've got to have everybody playing really well. So, with with that understanding, you're almost only as good as your weakest link. Um, so we've got it, it's it's a uh, afternoon. By the way, how about that? And uh, afternoons. I know you're not Ooh. normally one that tells the kids to stay home from school, but it's going to be tempting for them, JB. Well, I think what you do is devote the afternoon to volleyball. I mean, the, the teacher just sort of starts with a history of Husker volleyball. Maybe play the Big Ten documentary. Then there's a quiz she hands out. Kids handle that. Then you talk about the rule. You get somebody in there to talk through the rules. Then the match starts during the breaks. Well, you got to listen to all the commercials on the radio. Those are awesome. But uh, you know, between games, maybe you talk through what's happening, what what coach can do next, and uh, just for you know two hours, two and a half hours, the state slows down and just gathers around the field. Call. Enrich, enrich everyone. Bring in. Yeah, we when we saw that TV, you kind of brought into the room. We knew it was going to be a great day. Uh, a great day going forward. And then these matchups, JB, I know, and you were alluding to, to some of the teams, but especially that you're going to get what on, on Saturday. Um, so obviously we, we talked about the Nebraska one, but then you got, you know, the winner of, uh, you know, I think Louisville will get past Creighton, but who knows? That'll take on Washington State or Pitt. Great matchup there. Just lost a lot of Omaha listeners. All the folks commuting. You just, that is going to be a rugged match. Creighton's as hot a team as there is in the country. Wow. Folks, that was Jack Jack talking right there. <laughs> folks in Greenwood right now, not happy. Listen, right now I've got enough of them mad at me for other reasons, so I don't think I'm losing anymore. But It's good for them. You want emotion. Good yeah. for them. But, uh, so you got that matchup there. Uh, you're looking straight down the barrel of uh, Texas-Stanford in in that regional. That should be fun, right? I, I mean, yep. Stanford's obviously, I think, the favorite this year, but what a match that would be. And then, uh, man, I'm kind of I'm hoping to see Oregon-Wisconsin in that other semifinal. Wisconsin-Penn State obviously be great. Uh, you got three Big Ten teams there, but Oregon-Wisconsin is just kind of such a contrast in in styles between that west coast play and and wisconsin where it's yeah. really about size they've got one of the great setters in the country oregon they run it go as fast as, as you possibly could they've got one of the, the best outsides in the country so uh that wisconsin need to have their handful i remember last year they stumbled at the regional final they got upset by pittsburgh and That's they got right. line up this year so no guarantee up there so they're going to be feeling it after you're getting stymied at the door uh, at the regional final last year. But don't worry about all that. Just the focus is Georgia Tech, point yes. by point. No peeking ahead. Yes, no peeking ahead. Although I do, is it, do you know, this is kind of peeking ahead, if if yeah. Nebraska would win on, on, on Saturday, is that, did I see that's a 5 o'clock Central game? Is that true? Is that confirmed? Yeah, 5 okay. o'clock. 
All right. Just want to get our listeners knowing where they when they need to get to the radio on Saturday after all the Christmas shopping. And, Everyone and can get to bed things. early Saturday night, like 9 o'clock. All right. <laughs> Let's just head upstairs, get on the PJ. It's a little early. I know. But like, the game's over. we got to get ready. we got to pace ourselves for Tampa. Tampa. I want to go to Tampa, JB. Man. I, 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 Tampa would be a nice place to be this time. Although, although it's going to be about sixty-five on uh, match day here in, in Lincoln, so it, it feels like Tampa here right now, like circa nineteen eighty-one. <laughs> but we basically have Oklahoma's nineteen eighties weather right now. <laughs> we have Oklahoma's nineteen. Yeah. Wait, was I'm the weather? Funny. Did the weather in Oklahoma? I mean, did the weather in Oklahoma change significantly? Change over the last thirty years. Heck yeah. Oklahoma's got Mexico's 1980s weather. Right? <laughs> That's how it all happens. I mean, pretty soon we're going to have, you know, Austin, Texas's 1980s weather. Just keep moving up. Well, a- I mean, the idea that in December we don't have a flake of snow, it's just, it's just in one generation, dramatic change. In what I know there'll be snowstorms, but the snow doesn't last. It used to last around here. Thanksgiving to Valentine's Day. Snow on the ground. Every day. Uh, I mean, as recently as like 2009, I did that. Uh, it, it 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 snowed for the final Star City Parade, and then I didn't see the ground again until March. It was the worst winter of my life. Yeah, they should have held off on the Star City Parade after the weather had changed. <laughs> yeah, the, a little nippy. It was. Those trombonists were like, "I'm faking it. I am. I'm not. My my lips are going to get stuck. It's, I'm, just, it's cold out here. Just playing a tape." <laughs> uh, all right, we'll be uh, we'll be listening to JB the uh, game again 1 p.m. Thursday pregame noon uh, along the Husker Sports Network. The jacket. It's not a coat. No. Not for the jacket, it should be good. Remember, they won the 1990. Share the the uh, college football national uh, championship. Boy, have things changed in college football as well, too. Beat Nebraska in the Citrus Bowl that year. Tom Haas was the starting quarterback. Nebraska wore all-white uniforms for the first time ever. I love go. it. The pride, the pride of Aurora. Your all-time Huskers starting 11 from Aurora only, that would be competitive. That would be competitive. We'll work on that in the offseason. Right. That, that's, for, that's for tomorrow morning. What are you talking about? Tomorrow morning, be here, 6 a.m., Caleb will deliver it. All-time starting 22. Starting 22. Aurora. Look, more more homework from the Huskers Radio Network for all right, me. All right. Uh, <laughs> all right. Thank you, JB. I appreciate it. Have a good call. There you go. John Baylor, voice of Nebraska volleyball, 855. <laughs> that went everywhere on KLIN. Hello, just Brett Anderson. You're listening to LNK Today with Jack and Friends on 1499.3 KLIN. All right. That is it for the show. Uh, Caleb is going to take a... Uh, one day vacation tomorrow, so we will see you on Thursday. Thursday. I'll have Johnny Cadillac in with me tomorrow, but all the things you've still come to expect for Wednesdays, meaning we will have your keyword if you want to get on the exclusive, get two seats in the exclusive Christmas Lights bus tour. Get on the bus. coming up on December 19th, so listen for keywords. You can text to win your two spots on that. Also, it's a Wednesday, so that means it's what chaps your hide Wednesday, 24-7. You can text in what's chapping your hide. You can do that now if you want to or whenever it comes up during the course of the day. If you prefer Facebook, facebook.com slash LNK today. We usually post that what chaps your hide Wednesday thread late in the afternoon. And for anybody who has not gone to the website and seen Christmas songs you love to hate. Yes. 
Thank you for reminding me. Uh, Friday, request on Friday coming up, and we are going to do an all-time favorite. We've done it every year. People like it, enjoy it. I like it too. <laughs> it is Christmas songs you love to hate. It's I guess it's a combination of what chaps your hide and request line Friday and Christmas. A match made in heaven. What chaps your Friday? <laughs> All right, that's it. We'll see you tomorrow. It's nine o'clock. KLIM Lincoln.